So, gentlemen, there is no way that we can ignore Pokemon Go, right? Literally no way, I think. <laughs> like, we have to talk about it. I was trying to come up with excuses, uh, such as the fact that, for example, I haven't played much mm-hmm. uh, because I've been, like, in a cave writing my iOS review. But even even with that fact in mind, I've still been playing a few and mm-hmm. I know Mike has been playing quite a bit, so I think we should just address the the Pokemon in the room. <laughs> <laughs> is that an elephant Pokemon? I'm pretty sure that there is must uh, be one. There must be one of the, the the like generation two or three, maybe there must be an elephant Pokemon. Yeah, Let's see, because I don't really know the past generation one too much. We could go with uh, yeah. There's Donphan. Don I think Fan it's second and Fanpy. Yeah. Fam- oh, good memory, Mike. Oh, no, I'm Googling, man. Oh, you're go- uh, <laughs> See, I was pretty sincere in my Googling, but you were trying to, you know, pretend that you had good memory. Yeah, I'm ready to go in for that. Um, yeah, there's Fampy and Domfan, so we should address add- the, the Fampy in the room, Mike. Shahid, how, uh, how much time have you spent with Pokemon Go? I've spent about five minutes. Okay. But my household has been taken over yes. by this phenomenon. Yes, that's what I wanted to hear. I, so many of my friends are like this. They're like, ah, oh, you know, I've played it a little bit or whatever, but my family, my kids, my wife, my husband, they can't stop playing. And, and that's this is the key thing to this game, um, is that somehow this has happened. Somehow this has actually gotten the record f- of, like agreed from Apple that Pokemon Go set a record. It is the most downloaded application in its first week out of any other app in the App Store's history. Right? There, yeah. There is a reason that this game has been such a success. And, I mean, I, I would like to posit my thinking as to why this has occurred. And mm-hmm. I guess it's not, you know, I'm not saying anything that nobody hasn't heard before, but kind of just my thinking of the way that this app has taken a hold of people so much is because for everyone that has ever played Pokemon that has like been a real fan of the series, this is everything we dreamed of as kids, which was the idea to be go to go out into the world and catch Pokemon, right? Pretty much, yeah. And they somehow they managed to do this. The only reason this game exists, I think, is because that dream exists, right? They, they created an AR Pokemon game because people want to go out and catch them. And my thinking about this game is that Niantic and the Pokemon Company had no expectation for this game to be this big, at least in the Western world. I I cannot assume that they believed that this game would really break outside of the existing fan base too much. But what has actually ended up happening is something that I have never seen before, which is this absolute phenomenon of people playing a video game outside in the real world. Like... Mm. Shahid, can you think of anything that has ever come before that is like Pokemon Go? No, nothing. And that's why it can't be ignored. I think it's uh, the the perfect confluence of a number of factors, not all of which have got to do with the idea of a video game being successful. 
And I would also be so bold as to suggest that it's not entirely because of the incredibly originally successful Pokemon franchise. That's just part of it. I think one of the major reasons this has become so successful is exactly as you said, because it's a dream come true. And for that dream, that mass dream to have come true, there had to be a social revolution. And that social revolution for me is the way that a smartphone and the way it is used, particularly for the purposes of photography, but for other reasons as well, because that has become so firmly established as a socially uh, acceptable behaviour. You know, people walking around the streets, holding their phones up, that's a common thing. Happens pretty yep. much everywhere. People holding up phones to look at stuff yep. through their camera, that's a socially accepted thing. And because that is massively acceptable, that has created almost... Uh, almost um, it's like an acceptance. Yeah, for this phenomenon to emerge in such a massive way. I think if this had been tried just five years ago, it would have fallen flat on its face. If you look at other phenomena, if you look at something like Google Glass, why didn't it take off? It's a neat idea, but there was no cultural template for it to fall into. It was too radical, it was too new, and people thought because of that it was a little bit creepy. But if you look at the way people use their mobile phones as cameras, that has crept into the to the social fabric and it's now completely acceptable. You know, you have the mayor of London taking selfies for crying out loud, you know, with, with members of the public. It's absolutely everywhere and because of that because the use of the camera through the mobile phone is so widespread because the use of the phone as a navigation device is so widespread because pokemon was such a massive phenomenon you know in the games world to begin with i think there's been that perfect storm of factors also the establishment of the mobile phone in yep. just about everybody's life you know how many mobile phones are there on the planet Pretty much all of them with, you know, when I say mobile phone, let's say smartphone, and all of them with cameras that are being yep. used. I mean, my thinking is the way that this app specifically has grown to this level is the weirdness of playing the video game in the real world has caught media attention, right? So it's been getting spoken about on TV shows because it looks weird to see a 100 kids in Times Square playing a game together. So because of that, it's pushing it out for people to just try it because they've seen it on the news. So like it, when I have been out in London playing, there are people playing this game who clearly have never heard or seen a Pokemon before. You know, but yeah. they're just playing it because it is this cool new game that exists. So it has transcended Pokemon as a thing. Like so Adina, my girlfriend, we've been playing a ton. She's never played a Pokemon game before. She basically only kind of knows who pikachu is like she gives her own names to them all right like <laughs> the green monster or the little caterpillar with the party hat on like this is what she refers to these things as but she just loves going out and playing and catching them even though as well like the game is not even that well made but that tends to no. be the way that these things go with this like super popular stuff because it's not about 
how good the game is. Like the actual mechanics of the game are confusing and they don't really make a lot of sense. But it doesn't matter because there is a thing about this game which is more than the quality of the game making. And it is the fact that it is people out in the real world exploring and finding things and catching things. And like the nugget of this game is why the Pokemon franchise is successful anyway, which is the gotta catch them all, the collection mentality of it. Like that is the real thing that is kind of locking people in as they're catching more and more powerful things and things they've never seen before and learning about them. Like the idea of a rare Pokemon doesn't matter to people that haven't played it. It's just like, Oh, I've never seen this inherently making like a Goldeen, a rare Pokemon because I've yeah. never seen that one before. And and that is kind of really bringing the mentality of if like you've watched the show and you've watched the cartoons, the reason that people catch Pokemon in those things is to collect them and to train them. And that mentality is something that is actually existing in people now who have never even played the game before, but they're experiencing it with the eyes of, of the characters from the franchise. It's It's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I feel like... This game is not even a fantastically realized game from no. a you know technical perspective. It's a pretty awful game, I think. Uh, but it's got you know cute mascots. It comes at the right time, and I feel like it managed to find a very specific niche among different kind of users, which is playing Pokemon Go in those moments of that time. When you're out and about, n- n- let's not necessarily talk about the people who purposefully go out and go on pocket walks or, you know, meetups in the park or whatever. Because what I'm seeing with my friends, uh, so they don't necessarily know Pokemon. They know the first generations, and but they're not experts. They, they haven't played the original games for years. But they, they're playing Pokemon Go in those few moments, like five minutes, ten minutes, when we're out and we're waiting for something. You know, we're at the bar and we're waiting for drinks or we're out and we're just yep. chatting and then the pokemon they they catch and the progress they make it be- they become sort of bragging material uh among other friends and and i feel like from from us uh, what shahid said about the, the social construct and what's possible now because everybody has a smartphone even if you if, if you go back five years ago and if you try to pitch this game to you know you don't have to go far back in time and say there's a game and you need to be out to play the game and your location is constantly broadcasted and the game knows where you go and you can see the actual streets and you need to you need to look at things with the camera to play the game Uh, i guarantee that at least 50 percent of the current users would say that's creepy i don't want to play that game yeah yep it's like a perfect storm thing right and i also think there's an important factor, which is it's been a while since anybody has been really excited about a new iPhone or Android app, like a new mobile app. Used to be, until a few years ago, quite often we would see this kind of explosion of a game or an app and everybody was talking about it. I witnessed the rise of WhatsApp, for example, um, in Italy. And, and there was a like couple of months, everybody was talking about WhatsApp and it was on the news. It was on the, on the magazines on newspapers. And then we moved on to games such as Angry Birds. Then we move on to Facebook messenger, whatever, you know, then Snapchat, but it's been a while since there was this kind of craze, like a general craze. And you can 
and and the app or the game becomes uh, you know uh, small talk material right you're you're talking to someone you're like so do you have pokemon go uh, and I, I and i've seen people do this in, in the past two weeks which is fascinating because it's been a while and I, and i felt like people were sort of becoming complacent with the you know, with iPhone apps and iPhone games, but as it turns out, it's still possible to have this kind of, you know, everybody flipping out about a new iPhone thing, which is reassuring, but also fascinating because so much has changed since five years ago. But the reason that it is, is you, you actually said it, it's a new thing. I've never seen this before. Like, and the problem is maybe for too long, there just haven't been enough truly original ideas, but this is right. a truly original game. Well, you know, I'm sure there have been things that came before this, but it's the idea of mixing it all together, um, doing something with the franchise. Like I remember me and you, Federico, talking about this on virtual, and I wasn't excited about the idea of Pokemon oh, Go. Me neither. Me like, because neither. I wanted and still want a actual Pokemon game, but when I, it wasn't until I played it that I realized that oh, they have given 11 year old Mike the game he always wished for, right? This is what I always wanted. And unfortunately, there's a lot more that they could do with the game. But I I think actually as a, as a 1.0, they have put just the right amount of complexity into this. Like if they really would have gone down the route of training and catching and evolving and done everything and put all the mechanics in, I think it might have been too much. Yeah, right now it's mostly focused on exploration and finding Pokemon and, and gyms, you know, and, and I guess items and, you know... Uh, but but the, the, they have done a good job at nailing down the basic mechanics. And maybe the reason why m- people like me and you we were caught by surprise by this, you know, uh, insane success is the fact that we were looking for a more complex game to mm-hmm. begin with. Instead, these people, Nintendo and Yantic and, and the Pokemon company, they knew they had to give people the basics first. And you can see why we're, we're sort of People like me and you, we have tunnel vision in the sense that we want the, the real Pokemon game, we want the complexity, we want yep. evolutions, but instead you need to make it approachable for people. And that's a lesson for, for everyone, not just for game makers, but really anyone who's looking to have the next big thing, you know, whether it's on the iPhone or Android, um, it's important to remember that you shouldn't really listen. I mean, you should listen to tech podcasters and to, to the press but you should also consider, you know, please listen to us. <laughs> but you, you, should also, you, should, you should also consider the fact that uh, not everyone is well-versed in, you know, the complexities of a game or software. And Pokemon is a good example of making it easy. It's a new novel idea made approachable for everyone. You know what I love about this? What really fires me up about it is that I think the reason it's had such a sharp uptake, you know, I mean, I say sharp uptake. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the reason it's become an instant phenomenon like the world has never seen before. <laughs> the reason right? the curve has been kind of okay on this yeah, one. sharp uptake, whatever, dude. <laughs> the reason it has completely taken over the world is because it so quickly created real stories about real people. You know, my, my daughters, for example, they've become closer because of this game Mm -hmm. you know the other day i was supposed to um supposed i was being asked to pick up my daughter from the station and she didn't moan that i didn't pick her up and the next day she tells me oh the reason i didn't make a fuss about you not picking me up is because it gave me more chances to 
go and look for more Pokemon. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Pokemon Go makes you a better dad. It it does. And <laughs> and so my my daughters have become closer because of this game, right? They'll go on walks looking for stuff. Yep. Nothing else has done this. No. Nothing else. So that's one example. Another example is so everybody's already familiar with the with the idea of flash mobs. And all Pokemon Go has done, I say all, I mean it's a great thing, is it's taken advantage of this in a massive way. So suddenly you have flash mobs of hundreds and thousands of people like the world has never seen before. Totally unorchestrated. It's just been an absolute phenomenon. Just And the other thing is, not all of the stories have been good, right? So you hear about there, there were these teenagers. I think there were a couple of teenagers, one of whom got, was it knifed or shot? Because yep. they broke into somebody's yeah. home, right? So you've got all of these stories, the good and the bad, across across humanity because of this game that for me is the most powerful thing about this game that it's created stories that are riding on the back of technology that was previously isolated but now has been brought together in this amazing game and yeah you're right you know you're both right when you say the tech isn't there it's not quite what everyone wanted but it's done just enough to knit together different elements that have created this global phenomenon We all know that running helps you get fit, but we also know that running is kind of boring. Well, the Zombies Run Virtual Race makes running fun again. Wherever you are in the world, you can head out to run 5 or 10k with your headphones in. As you run, the Zombies Run app immerses you in a thrilling audio story, especially designed to match the distance you're running. You'll hear zombies close on your heels. You'll break into a vault that's vital to the survival of humanity. You'll run further and faster than you ever thought you could. Because with the Zombies Run Virtual Race, you're not just running around the park, you're running to save the world. Your entry gets you a thrilling audio adventure series that takes you from the start of your training right to the end of your race. It's a virtual race with real-life benefits. You'll also get a prospect technical running tee, a finisher's medal, and a bunch of other fantastic gear. All of this only costs $55, way cheaper and more fun than a gym membership. Visit zombiesvirtualrace.com and use the coupon code REMASTER to get $5 off your entry. Let's talk about what this did to Nintendo. So Mm. Nintendo saw their stock rocket because of this game what did it put like something like 16 billion dollars on their market cap yeah over the first couple of days to the point that they even surpassed sony at one point market cap wise and this was mainly well obviously investor interest from people who did who believed two things one that nintendo owned pokemon and two that nintendo made this game where? I don't think that's the case. What do you think it was then? I think that's an oversimplification from the Virgin Polygon, honestly. I feel like this, most of these investors knew what was going on, but they thought the impact of in-app purchases would be bigger. That's simply what, what I think happened. Okay. I, they, do, I honestly, personally, I believe that there was increased interest because people thought that Nintendo owned this. I, I think people like me and you, uh, or people like our friends, they thought it was a game from Nintendo. But we and our friends are not investors. And I feel like if you invest money, unless you're really stupid and you invest money in, in companies whose structure you don't know, I feel like the, the most reasonable explanation is you thought that the impact of in-app purchases would have been okay. bigger. So 
even then, it was still investors acting on incorrect information, yeah. right? That they thought that Nintendo would make a lot of money. Yes. But the real issue is for here. So, like, basically now Nintendo have come forward and explained the financial implication to them, uh, which is that all of the revenue for the game currently flows to Niantic, who is the developer, who then pays a license fee to the Pokemon company for the use of the franchise. Nintendo then owns 32% of the Pokemon company, so they're only getting, at best, a third of the licensing fee, which, whilst might be great, is not going to significantly impact them. So on this news, Nintendo's stock plummeted by 16% because it turns out that they're not going to be earning as much as people expected where the majority of the money is going to be going to Niantic yeah Nintendo also owns some Niantic stock yep they do but that the stock of the company doesn't isn't equated by the money coming in through in-app purchase right like that that's what part of it it's a tiny fraction not of the not not the ownership position but the amount of impact that that would make I think with with the market there is always uh, a herd mentality you have an initial swing which is valid and that's by the investors who know what they're doing. And then you have enormous momentum from people who don't necessarily know what they're doing. And then you get the adjustment. We saw this during Brexit, for example, mm-hmm. where you have massive uncertainty and massive uncertainty causes irrational movement. And then you have adjustment. And a similar sort of thing happened here. So I do think that the original investors did invest correctly because they knew the situation, but there would have been a herd mentality with a bunch of people who didn't understand the full implications of the various IP positions and ownership positions and so on. And they would have followed suit, and then you would have had that adjustment. Meanwhile, right at at the peak, you would have had the sensible people who knew exactly what was going on shorting the stock, which would have helped to drive it down as well. And they would have done well both on the upswing and on the downswing as well. Some people made an incredible amount of money on this. Oh yeah. Because the bump that they took was insane. Right? N- Nintendo as well. I I really love this. In Nint- Nintendo statement, they said that there might be a financial uh, benefit from sales of the Pokemon Go Plus, right? That little hardware thing that they're making. And it just made me smile, right? Because it's not going to do that great. I mean, they're going to sell them. I mean, they've been backordered, but it's not going to be an incredible amount of money. I mean, I have bought one, but it's not showing up until sometime towards the end of this month for early August. And I don't know if you guys know about the Pokemon Go Plus. It's a little Bluetooth accessory. Yeah. Um, and it lights up and I think makes a sound when you're near something related to the Pokemon game, so you need to leave the game open. I, it's a good thing. Honestly, really, I would like to see an Apple Watch app that could do this. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> um, but I understand from Nintendo's perspective, why not actually try and make some money out of this thing in a more direct way, in a way that makes more sense to them as a company, which is to make something hardware that goes along with the software. Should have been radio launch, really. It should have been. I tell you, my, my feeling for why it wasn't is another indication of the expectation of this game's popularity. I think that, no, that nobody thought it was going to be this big, so they just didn't rush it. Shade, what's your take on when, when, a, when a company has to deal with a bigger success than they were expecting? It is extraordinarily difficult to get the timing right. But 
you know, in this situation, let let's say that Mike's right because Mike is right. Always, Mike is usually mm-hmm. right. Mike was right. <laughs> is right, and will be right for some time. Sometimes right. <laughs> yeah, that's too long for the hashtag. <laughs> let's let's stick with Mike was right, and and say that Nintendo should have launched it at the point of release. Of course, notwithstanding the fact that the release of the game was staggered anyway, I think due to a number of issues, including uh, server load and uh, DDoS attacks and so on, something like this, regardless of whether it's going to be hugely successful or not, you want to maximise launch impact. So when a company launches software that's meant to be multi-platform, for example, setting aside this game and just looking at games in general, you want all of the software to launch on all of the platforms at exactly the same time because you're maximizing your your market impact, you're making best use of all of your existing marketing plans, materials and so on. It just creates a bigger bang and in today's world you want the biggest bang possible. Now let's say that all of the parties involved thought that this was going to be successful. Of course you'd want the uh, the device to launch at the same time. Because if it becomes successful, and let's say that the success is short-term, you know, even if it's a huge success, it could still be a short-term huge success, right? Any fad, for example, is going to peak very, very quickly, and it's going to fall away very, very quickly. And with a physical device, you don't want to be stuck with stuff in the channel after the fad has disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I would say they made a mistake in in delaying the launch. Um I'm not sure that they delayed the launch or whether there were production issues or they they simply miscalculated. But whatever the reason, I think not having it out uh, at the time of launch was a mistake. In, in any in any release by any manufacturer of any software, you want to have everything ready at exactly the same time. It just makes makes no sense to do it any other way, especially with a physical product line. Because, you know, really, this is the thing that they would want to have for the people that are super invested in the game, the people that are actually putting money into it. And totally every day that this takes longer, the less of those people there will be. Yeah. I mean, let's say, for example, the fad has died off in two weeks time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. People are still playing it, but only totally hardcore. And it's it now has one tenth of the popularity. Would someone like you still be interested? I don't know if I would buy it. I've already have, yeah. so that's my problem. But I don't know if I would then. I mean, I only um, purchased it because the pre-orders went up in the UK, and I knew how quickly it was going to sell out. So I bought one, which could be for me, or I'll sell it for a profit on eBay when it arrives. Like that. That was my thinking. How cool would it have been for you if you'd got it the day the game came out? Oh, I, I mean, I would have prime nailed it, right? Like, I would have had it here if it was available in, like, an hour, right? I would have gone for it because I, I would love to have had my first little interaction be with this physical device because, again, for Pokemon fans, I don't know, there's something kind of cool about having this little Pokeball-looking thing. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, there's something about it that kind of feels a little bit fun. Um, and also it would make the craze more visible yeah and it could potentially drive up use of the app even for people who don't buy mm-hmm. the device they well, they'd say you know what is that well also the, the real benefit is you can go out with the game and not destroy your phone battery as quickly 
because you don't need yeah. to have the app open anymore when you're walking around, right? So that yeah. that is a big benefit to this device. Yeah, I would like to see a correlation of the Pokemon Go release and sales for third-party battery cases and, and external packs. Yeah, <laughs> like we, me and Adina went out. I mean, this is one of the my favorites. So we, we we went to see my grandma. Um, and well, my grandma has a Pokestop outside of her house, which is amazing. So I was just setting a lure, and we were there for the whole time, just raking all the Pokemon in. Um, but then we went for a walk, which lasted for like six hours. Like we walked up and around London, and the whole time the two of us are just catching Pokemon. We're stopping in places. We're sitting down where people set up these lures in a park, and there's pe- like we can just watch people all around us play. And it was we had so much fun that day, just going out and playing the game together. And then yesterday, before she came home from work, she went out to catch some Pokemon, and she heard a lady scream about a Pikachu and ran over but couldn't get one. Like this is a real thing that people are playing and having so much fun with and the fact that there is a game that the two of us can play together like this is fantastic we don't really have a lot of games like that where we're both really interested in it but so that is a big plus we have a game we can play together but even better than that is we have a game that we can go and play together out in the real world in the summertime exploring an area getting coffee getting ice cream having dinner you know like and it becomes and weaves in to become part of our day. And that's what makes this game so special. That's really nice. Guys, do you think this makes AR bigger than VR? Mm. T- today? Yes. Right? Obviously, today, there are more people playing Pokemon Go than there are people playing the Oculus Rifts. I don't think anything works in AR. I don't think you could make another game in AR that is definitely going to be as successful. Pokemon works in AR. I don't know if everything does. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, we'll, we'll surely see, you know, uh, other apps and games follow. Yeah, because what know, is your Pokemon Go strategy, right? Right. I mean, uh, now everyone's <laughs> going to try to have, like, an AR component of going out in the real world and... We're also seeing how, you know, small businesses can take advantage of this Pokemon Go phenomenon by, you know, having, like, Pokestops being optimized, you know, for clients and customers coming in. Uh, And we'll surely see others following the same path of, you know, using Google Maps data, using points of interest, and having an AR component on the phone. But I'm not sure, you know, Pokemon works because by nature of the game of the franchise, it makes sense to have these creatures scatter around the world and to have people go out and explore and find them. Um, what else is going to work? Uh, I mean, Yokai Watch, it's not even as big as Pokemon. Uh, can you do some kind of Final Fantasy game in AR? Maybe, but are there enough, you know, f- you're going to ask people to be, you know, in the Final Fantasy world and then go out in New York City to catch a salmon? I'm not sure it's it's got the same appeal, you know? Um, so maybe we'll see other applications uh, along these lines, but I feel like it's not going to be the same huge success. Or maybe I'm looking at, at it wrong and there's going to be, like, its own category of new apps and games that work in AR and... You know, it could be, I just feel like this is a one-off and it works because it's Pokemon. It works because it's the summer, it's the right time. People were maybe bored with their phones. You know, there hasn't been anything really new in a while. And now, you know, there's going to be another couple of years of this sort of everyone getting used to what their phone is capable of and playing Pokemon Go. But is there going to be anything else similar to this? I don't know. 
Federico, you mentioned a bunch of franchises there, right? Different mm-hmm. potential games that could be made. Now, the big kind of the big Italian plumber in the room. <laughs> it's not big. It's kind of short, actually. Mario is the other <laughs> big franchise that something could be done with, right? It's the one that everybody is looking at as the Nintendo franchise. I don't think that a Mario AR game works, but I think this is potentially showing Nintendo has the ability, right? This, this, I think this is one of the things that did excite investors, is this showed the ability for a Nintendo property to have success in smartphones, right? I think that was one of the reasons that it excited investors, and rightly so. Mario is the one that everyone is looking at, right? Nintendo have a lot set for them to make a great Mario game of some description on smartphones. So that's how I see it. I mean, but obviously we have the dissension in our ranks of Shahid still thinking that Mario should die in a fire or something. Shahid, does this change your mind at all? Looking at how an existing franchise like Pokemon has been adapted to the smartphone era, do you think that Nintendo should still focus on new IP, or should they still, or should they look at bringing more existing IP, like our plumber friend, to smartphones? Well, first of all, I've been dreadfully misrepresented, <laughs> uh, so I, <laughs> so I must protest. I don't think Mario should die, but I do think he should retire. Also, I don't think that Pokemon was a Nintendo move. I think Nintendo were definitely an involved partner. And the other thing is, this is an AR phenomenon, and I think it was a phenomenon because of all of the reasons we've already discussed. Uh I think it'd be very difficult to get something like Mario to work in the same way. Yes, it could work in a different way. I don't know what that way is. If I did, I'd probably be a lot wealthier than I am and probably be an employee of Nintendo or or something. But I do think Nintendo have got plenty of class, plenty of style, plenty of ideas that they could exploit. I don't necessarily think ARs away. Not for Nintendo anyway. Might be, I don't know. Are there other Nintendo properties that could work really well in AR? Don't know. Could they work in other tech like VR? Yeah, probably. I'd love to see a Nintendo VR game. I think a Mario world in VR would be amazing. I don't know if you you got the chance to try uh, Lucky's Tale on the Oculus. Did you get to try it? No, I've seen it, but I, we didn't try it. Oh, man. if they, I, I, I was playing that and I thought, well, this really needs to be Mario, you know? That could work. Whether it'd be huge or not is a different question. So... I don't know. I I think Mario has been done to death. Retire him. Let let him be uh, a figurehead in the way that Mickey's a figurehead for Disney. And Disney have got plenty of new properties and still to be released properties that are going to go on to do amazing, amazing stuff. And I think Nintendo will be in a very similar situation. Basically, what Shade wants is for Mario to be on the watch face of the Apple Watch, and that's it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you want Mario to become a watch face. I mean, yeah. Even for you, you're the kindest person I know, and that's a bit cruel, Shade. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I put Mario up there with certainly Super Mario 64 as one of the greatest gaming achievements of all time. 
But it's a long time ago. We're talking about, what, 20 plus years ago for that game. And I don't think they've beaten it. And I don't think they ever will. But they've done plenty of other things since that have been wonderful and, and deserve their own success and have had their own success. Stop flogging a dead horse, man. Okay, not a dead horse, but, you know, an old horse. That's very sad. <laughs> Carry on doing new stuff because it's amazing. I, I mean, I, I don't want to bang on about the Disney example, but The Incredibles was amazing. You know, Frozen was amazing. They've done loads of... Toy Story was amazing. Just about everything Pixar has done has been absolutely amazing. They carry on doing new stuff. Is there anything wrong with new stuff? No, it's just that in my mind, Mario 64 is always 10 years old because I refuse to accept the passing of time. But I know it's already been 20 years. Yeah, I agree Mario is old and it's probably time to, to move on to something else. I just feel like maybe... You know, until we will, we have Shigeru Miyamoto. We're not gonna see. You know, his Mario is his his guy, his creation, and maybe there's like a personal affection there that uh, that's into play here. And I agree with the overall thinking of you know, Nintendo should try more franchises, franchises do something else and move beyond Mario. But it's also difficult for me to accept because I grew up with Mario, and it's like. You need to say goodbye to this to this friend of yours now, and because he's retiring, that's very sad. I don't want no, to be sad. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not asking you to say goodbye. Look, Mario's an absolutely essential part of my life. Okay, Mario's so close to my heart. I cannot tell you. It's the only game, the only game that made me wake up from a dream. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I was dreaming that I was playing a level, and I woke up and tried it. And it still didn't work, okay? It's the only game that while I was playing it m- uh, drove my daughter to tears because I said I said something like, you know, because I didn't want to swear in front of her. I, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I was really frustrated. I think I might have told you this story. Yeah. That I want to hit Mario. And a few seconds later, my daughter burst into tears because she loved Mario so much. She said, I don't want you to hit Mario. I said, sweetheart, I'm not going to hit Mario. Don't worry. I was just saying that because I wanted to say something significantly worse. So... You know, Mario has got really, really uh, important place in my life. And I want it to stay there. I just don't want you to drag out this granddad, you know, and keep, keep trying to put young clothes on, on the granddad. Leave him there in my memories where he's absolutely perfect and and give us the new stuff. From, from Not just for my generation, but for my kids. You know, soon I'll be a granddad so for my grandkids. I'm saying soon I'll be a granddad. I don't have any news for you. I'm just saying that, you know, mm-hmm. one day I'm going to be a granddad. So there's going to be new stuff and keep bringing the new stuff. There's this principle, right? People say don't watch old films again because there's all this new stuff to watch. And that's the thing about humanity. You know, we love novelty. So keep bringing us novelty. That's the thing about video games. The reason Pokemon has worked is not because it was old, but because there, was this, there are all of these threads that had to be brought together and the familiarity of Pokemon helped to bring them together but I don't think it could be done again not as successfully and it's the same with Mario yeah you could bring some success to Mario but only because of that really old familiarity and I just think if you want enormous success you have to do something in a new way or you have to bring something completely new Mm. I mean Mario Go or Super Mario VR or Luigi Oculus. I mean, come on, man. There has to be something we can give to these guys. Give them a new job. 
make it fun. Luigi's Mansion in VR would be pretty. Luigi's fun. Mansion, you're holding a vacuum and you're you're you know you're cap- capturing ghosts, looking around, finding the ghosts. That game would work. That that could be fun. Uh, but I mean, I feel like Shahid has a personal problem with Mario, not with Luigi. Uh, so maybe Luigi could could go on. Maybe, maybe Luigi's younger. I don't know. Is Luigi younger? I feel like he's younger. So maybe Luigi yeah, Luigi's can... got legs. Luigi <laughs> literally is taller. <laughs> Poor Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's got legs. So maybe another Luigi game. You know. 